0: For watching our podcast. Here at Spear Consulting, our services include business strategy and human resources consulting. In HR, we offer executive search, executive coaching, and work psychology consulting. Please visit us at spiritmco.com, where we fulfill our clients' dreams virtuously. Enjoy your show. All right, welcome back to the Leading Virtuously podcast. Today, we have someone who I'm so excited to be able to introduce to the podcast. Ray Ray, I must admit that I'm I'm a fanboy to, uh, <laughs> to you and to your story. So excited to be able to connect with you today.
1: Yeah, I'm, thank you for having me. and I appreciate you, you know taking the time to watch the movie and, and I'm glad that you were inspired by it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I will admit that uh, you had both my wife uh, and I in tears uh, throughout the movie. So I just love, I love uh, your story. And, and like I said, excited to share it with our audience.
1: Hopefully it will tear the joy. So, uh, and, you know, and everybody found something great out of that release of emotion.
0: Hmm. So Ray Ray, for our viewers that may not know your story, who are you?
1: Who am I? Um, I go as, go by Ray Ray Macarthur Bay simply because of the movie itself. Um, I remind MacGareth Bay is my real name, but uh, I'm a loving father, brother, friend, teammate, and uh, anything that most people would need me to be. Um, as far as titles, I'm uh, founder of the Ray Ray Safety Net Foundation. Um Safety Freight, which is a freight company moving freight from state to state regional. Um, just a number of different other things, but no need to discuss at this very moment. But those are just some of the things that make me who I am.
0: Excellent. You said that you're a father. How many kids do you have?
1: I have one son, and he has a brother, so I have two sons. Oh, okay.
0: Wonderful. Um yes. So, so, Ray, Ray, how did you get to the leadership position that you're in today? Tell us your story
1: well um God, god, I think I was chosen um mm-hmm. not like a golden child in a sense, but I like to think of myself as aladdin um, um before Aladdin was you know very popular story. There's no magic carpet for me, but um I, I, I'm the diamond in the rough I've, I've, I've been through a bunch of different things um, in life that uh, I guess led me to this point and um, the position leadership position that I managed to find myself in now is um, just persevering um, I think faith and perseverance has got me to where I'm at now and it's what I hope to continue to do moving forward is to continue to persevere and, and, and move and try to accomplish God's works.
0: Amen. So the, um, you know, for 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 those, can you give us kind of like the overview of the of uh, you know what you went through with with college that the the movie uh, Safety kind of uh, highlights uh, in your own well in your own it's,
1: okay yes. Um, the movie highlights my time at Clemson university
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, while at Clemson university, I gained custody of my nine-year-old brother at the time, uh Faymore. and he stayed with me on campus. And I was a student athlete at Clemson university. It was, um, ironic, uh, I guess, uh, newsworthy simply because this is my brother. And I got custody of him and uh, I was playing college football at the time. So, um, it was, you know, Putting my family first at the time, but he came to campus on Clemson University's campus. He was supposed to be visiting for a little bit of time and he didn't want to return back home due to my family situation. My mother was addicted to crack cocaine at the time and my father uh, had his struggles with my mom and their relationship. So he was in and out. And so uh, Faymore came to Clemson for a visit and didn't want to return home. He actually said he would rather go to foster care than go back home. Mm. And um, it it made me pay more attention to, you know, the things that he was going through because I had been through things similar, but um, I never wanted to go to foster care. That was not one of the things I wanted wanted to do. I think, Um, you know, I had previously been in foster care, so it wasn't somewhere I was trying to be again. And so, but through that, through me hearing that he didn't want to return, he asked could he stay with me and initially I said no but I was uh I got around to it I was able to speak to some of my mentors and got mixed and I got mixed responses uh when I went to speak to some of my mentors I got mixed responses then uh, one said hell no one said uh you know do what you can mm-hmm. and what's the worst that can happen and so I, I i went in between those two and decided to go ahead and do it and. One thing led to another and here we are today. Uh, they making a movie about uh, that, that story. Wow. They made a movie about that story about that time um, I was at Clemson, about my time at Clemson taking care of my younger brother.
0: And this just released on Disney, correct?
1: Yes, uh, the movie was released December the 11th on Disney Plus.
0: Awesome. Safety. Safety, yes. Ray yes. Ray, in the movie they they um the the character uh, that plays your little brother, um, or younger brother, is, it kind of like has his quirks and is definitely like a, a loud personality. Did you find that? Is that, how close is that to, to reality?
1: Well, Faymar, within the people that knows him, because I would, I would classify him as an introvert unless he knows you. And then he's that bubbly kid that you've seen in a movie because around my teammates, my brother understood as well as me that he was in a safe place place. So he could do whatever he wanted acting in in the matter and be a kid. And, uh, before that, it wasn't necessarily the case for him. So with the gentleman playing my brother around the people that my brother knew around my teammates, that's how he was. He was a very precocious, uh, individual, but as, um, Thaddeus is the young the gentleman that played him. He's actually that way all the time. Cause he's uh he's more of an entertainer. That's just his Is either if when he first meets you, he, he doesn't meet any strangers. And he's a great kid. And uh, he did a wonderful job, playing my brother.
0: Mm. Excellent. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, you know, our audience is is, you know, the the executives that I built my career. Uh, on uh, as a consultant for the last fifteen years, and they may not have to go uh, through some of the hard living that you and your brother had to go through growing up um, with with you know what the movie shows as as gangs and and drugs, um, but they may be fighting you know some dysfunctional cultures where people speak negatively against each other you know whatever the whatever the the negative culture that they may be in. I'm just kind of curious, as you mentioned, that, you know, you you had to go through the same thing that your brother went through. It wasn't really documented in the movie. But how didn't you kind of fall into uh, that type of lifestyle, which so many, unfortunately, don't have that kind of like discipline to stay away from?
1: I did. I, I fell into the lifestyle. And through grace, I was allowed to, to only visit the lifestyle as opposed to live it. Mm -hmm. Uh, there was times in my life where I was doing things that I didn't have no business doing. I was kicked out of elementary school Mm -hmm. in the fourth grade, uh, for bringing a knife to school and, um, just being ignorant, just being crazy, young, crazy young man lost, as I would say. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, through those experiences where, you know, um, because my my family life wasn't that great but i was able to get outside of that um to a place where i could see life outside of the projects life outside of just being a poor kid um i was luckily raised by the coaches that i played with mm-hmm. so i stopped living with my parents at around eight years old and i started staying with the coaches that i played with so i stayed with my 10 and under football coach and then i stayed with my aau basketball coach and I spent some time with my high school principal as well. Um, so I moved around a lot. And uh, luckily, um, I, I found the right people to help me out and steer me in the right direction. Because as a young kid, I was lost. It wasn't that I was a bad kid at heart. I just didn't, you know, as some people would say, how can you, you know, not force a kid to do wrong when there's a lock on the right door? And so the right doors for me were locked. There, was, there wasn't opportunity there. There wasn't things that I could take advantage of there. So some of the, the wrong doors were always open. And so it's easy to travel down those roads. Um, so for what I would say to people who who have you know these trials and tribulations in their life, understand that when you're going through it, it might seem like the worst thing that ever happened to you. And a lot of things in my life that I went through initially felt like some of the worst things that ever happened to me. Me getting kicked out of elementary school at the time, it could have been one of the more worst, the worst, detrimental thing that could have ever happened to me. But I went from a classroom of twenty-five kids to a classroom of one. It was just me and the teacher. And so, whereas that situation, I had God flip that situation. Um, I kept faith, as I would say, because I was always a God got me type of person. Um, flipped that situation and made it so that it's one of the better things that have happened to me. And most things are like that. You it just people were classified as finding the silver lining. But there is a silver lining. There's always some good that can come out of a lot of these things. A lot of the situations that you're going through, you just got to find it and, and and hone in on it and and, and and work towards that as opposed to everything else that's going on.
0: Yeah, I, I find that uh, you know, exactly what you're saying, Ray Ray, that, that our, our major life sufferings ultimately promotions if we have the ability to uh to be patient and to just continue to keep doing the the next right thing and uh just working hard through it um so so thank you for sharing that because i really think that uh you know your 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 life is just that story of it of like don't don't get don't don't allow the suffering to to basically ruin you
1: right it is not who you are. Don't let it determine your your future, because um, understand you're in a moment of time. And if they, we know one thing about time, it, it does pass. So and all all things do come to pass. So you just gotta wait it out, write it out in a sense. and if you if you have faith, if you believe in God, then you know you can lean on God and you can lean on your faith in order to get you through it um but just know every day is not a good day but every day is not a bad day as well and so um understand that there's a balance in the world and the energy that you put out you'll get back so try to live the best try to live the life that you want
0: hey chris here hope you enjoyed the episode where we discussed all things going bald (laughs) just joking the leading virtuously podcast If you enjoyed the episode and the podcast, will you please subscribe on YouTube or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or you could also share it with a friend. That would be tubular. I hope you have an awesome day.